episode 514 of the Pop Culture Roundtable, the podcast that's always just a little bit sweaty these days. In this episode, we talk about Wicked the Movie, The Bear, and Chick-fil-A's Code Move. I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm Patrick Hill. So head to the pool, because it's time to get submerged into another episode. And it gets the sweat off. off every episode by going around the table which is where we talk about things that are new fun and noteworthy about our weeks and speaking of jumping in the pool to get the sweat off that's exactly what i have been doing so like i it's been so hot we the three of us live in texas yeah it's it's awful right now it's a it was 105 degrees today that's not an exaggeration like nobody's house that i know is like their air conditioning can't keep up with the heat like it's just a lot it's my uh i I was uh looking at my energy bill today and uh it is no joke two and a half times my normal bill (laughs) i'm not surprised honestly right now because it's just so bad and like i have every fan running in the house just to try and help and like all the shades closed, like it just sucks. <laughs> I'm doing my part to to contribute by having these two lights <laughs> pointed at me right now. Really, just <laughs> I was like, turn this on. is the most lights I've had on in a while. <laughs> turn on every single light. Really heat this place up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, Patrick, why don't you tell us about your week? It's not been that bad. It's been okay. uh, like the heat's fine. We just shut. We've like shut blinds and stuff. And then who, who even knows the sun is out there? You've uh, not been outside. You've not been outside in a week and a half, Patrick. No, I have no idea what's happening. As far as I'm concerned, nothing has changed. Um, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I actually tried this new game. There's been this fad going on for this game called Only Up. Uh, and this game is very big oh, yeah. in uh, like Asian countries. And then these uh, French uh, Twitch streamers, kind of they picked it up. They started playing it. And then it's now kind of migrated into like the American Twitch streaming market as like part of the meta. And then it seemed like last week or the week before everyone was playing it. And uh, so I chose to, it's only like $10 on Steam. So it's not that expensive. And I was sick all last week. Um, And so in the midst of my sickness, I thought like, I'll just put up something mindless that I can do. And so I, I set up this game. And I've only put about an hour and a half into it. So I haven't played it a ton. So over the course of like seven days, an hour and a half. Okay. okay. You clearly um, love this game. It makes me sweat so much. It makes me like... <laughs> like it's stressful? It had, oh, nothing to do, yes. it had nothing to do with the fact that you were battling a cold. The sweat was fully from the game. Yes, because well, why like, does it make you sweat? I don't like Because like you just keep climbing... And you're you're like jumping from structure to structure, and if you miss, you fall all the way back to the start. To mm. to do the game on average, to finish the game takes about fifty minutes, and you can't fall for that like forty or fifty minutes. You can potentially fall all the way back to the beginning. I would be really bad at this game, and it just makes <laughs> me so sweaty because I'm just like, what if I mess up? Like the first, if I if you think of them in like stages, it's kind of like city, then pipes, then rail. And then you go um, above that. You go to factory, uh, and I've those. I've done those it's stages like there's enough. Gardens and stuff too, though. Oh, I, no, it keeps going. It goes for a long time. Like I'm talking yeah. about what you can get to in the first like four minutes of the game. Okay, if you know what you're I doing. I was going to say eight eight hours is what I've seen the the longest streak, and they have fallen. 
the speed run for it is like 23 minutes to do the whole thing. But what? some people playing it are taking hours and hours and hours to get yes. through it. Um, but like, even though I've played those first few sections about an hour and a half now, the second I start, sweat just everywhere. So I don't even think I. I don't. <laughs> is think it I, all sweat or some of it urine potentially? Because you're saying it's everywhere. That's true. Yeah. I I don't need to go back to the hospital. <laughs> I don't know if I like it or not. If I'm honest, like I. Uh, I think I do, but I don't. I, I'm never going to sit and finish it in a sitting. So even though it's not available now, they are saying that uh, for like um, accessibility reasons, they are going to add the ability to save your progress because some people they they can't sit that long or or they um, they have trouble with inputs and things like that, and they don't want to prevent those people from experiencing the that feeling of completion. So they are going to add saving to the game, although you know they do say like for the pure experience, you don't save. The second they add saving, I'm going to go do the game then because I I want to get through it. I don't want to get through it with the pressure of like you have to get it all in one go. But um, well, it's like the old it's like the old Nintendo, right? Where you just had to leave the TV or you had to leave the, the console <laughs> yes. on, but you turn the just TV pause. off and then you <laughs> yes yes completely. If you haven't seen gameplay for it, just look up only up and uh, watch a little bit of gameplay. It's it's funny uh, because they. It's just chock full of assets that are stolen and not licensed and like oh, movie yeah. references <laughs> and stuff like that. Like it's it's full of in some ways it's kind of fun because it's a bit like just just hundreds of pop culture references. Uh but on the other side, like it's it's all just completely lifted. Uh in fact, the final line, like if you finish the game, the final line is may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just it's not copyrighted. It's just so <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, only up ten bucks on Steam. I mean, it's it's worth the money. As soon as they have save available, I'll actually take the time to finish it. For the time <laughs> being, like if it didn't make me so sweaty, I might spend more time at it. But I just I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, beyond that, Righteous Gemstones did start last week. Uh, we're three episodes in. I think they dropped two episodes week one and one episode uh, this week, which which would have come out on Sunday. Uh, first two episodes were tough for me. Not a fan of them. Uh, it's just everybody's so belligerent. Everyone is so stupid. I mean, I've seen you know in Danny a different McBride. way than it has been in the previous seasons. I, you know, I was thinking about Danny McBride comedies specifically, and I was thinking a lot about Vice Principals, which is mm-hmm. also like Walton Goggins and Very and funny, um, yeah. but I tend to like the setup. I tend to like the setting, and I tend to like the characters on like our first meeting. But as these shows evolve, people just kind of get goofier and goofier and they get, again, more belligerent, more out there, more like obstinate or it gets a bit annoying. Uh, it, means, so, it means something for you to say that a show featuring these players has jumped the shark. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, it, You could argue that the shark has been jumped prior to the beginning of the first episode. In my mind. This could have been a Silicon Valley type show to the like church industry, like the mega yeah. church industry, which it kind of felt like it was initially, right? In season one, it felt a yeah. lot more like that, and it kind of got away from that. And I almost wish that it would go back to being more of that. Uh, in season two, there are a couple of of moments that stand out, and a couple of new characters that again are, are really heavy in the, uh, you know, it's so real. It's it's insane but also if you've experienced it it's so real like we get some of those people right. again have you have you seen any episodes yet andrew not no i forgot that it, that it started i'm actually the yeah, church, listen yeah. 
the church guitar player. You're going to meet him in this season, <laughs> and you're going to go, I know that guy. I've met I'm, that guy. It's incredible. Um, but is, the first well, two episodes really tough. Is he going to be like say, the first sincere person on the show? <laughs> you, you'll see. You'll see. But in, in the last <laughs> 10 minutes of episode three, it finally let off the gas a little bit, and I was much happier with how episode three ended. So I'm, I feel good about going into episode four now, but one and two were tough. Did you feel like it it, it felt the need to like re-engage the silliness to like recapture people because they've been gone for a little while? Like, do you feel like that was part of it? Kind of like when shows have a lot of sex or nudity in the first couple of episodes to kind of bring people in and they're like, okay, mm, we're back. You know what? Yeah. I, does that make sense? Yeah. Is it, is I, it like that, but with the silliness, do you think? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I know. I don't I'm know. very good. I, I've been doing this for a while. You know what? It didn't cross my <laughs> mind, so I don't know. Uh, but here's the thing that everybody's going to want to know. Episode three. Episode three is a turning point for me. In episode three, Baby Billy has a gets another song that is of the same caliber as no Misbehaving. 100%. Oh. Now, it Mama turns said, out. Don't, but I did it anyway. I looked this up. It turns out it's a real <laughs> song. 100% real song that they just recovered. Oh, and wait, it's not a, show, a song they made up for the show? 100% real song, but I'm telling you, it's that ridiculous. It's the same quality, as good as Misbehaving. Wildly impressed by Did, it. Was was Baby Billy in season one? I don't I'm pretty remember. sure he was in season one because I remember like the whole story with like his girlfriend that like had the weird teeth, you know? Yeah, but that was season two because she got pregnant and all that, all that jazz. Oh. What uh, season is this? Now? Wait, what season this is, is this season currently? Three. This is season okay, three. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I really yeah. think that that was the first season, but okay. it's okay. It doesn't matter. All of it wrapped up. Shaky start. Episode three has turned the tide. I'm now excited for episode four. We'll see what happens. That's Righteous Gemstones. I am going to talk about the bear season two when I get to my master categories, but the last thing, uh, Mackenzie just went to... The old land of Disney. Yeah, she did. And oh, she cool. brought back two little gifts for me. Churros. Uh, yeah, they were terrible. terrible by the time she got back. <laughs> so one of those things is this. Uh, nice <gasps> Disney oh, that's their pride. Mm. That's awesome. That's really good. I like that. Yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed there's not a pride of lions at the bottom of the castle, but that's fine. Whatever. Uh, she um, did, they should do a the- pride rock pride flag. She didn't 100%. spring Kate, for the. Are you uh, listening for the deluxe <laughs> for the deluxe set, Patrick? It's there. Yeah. She just she's so not a D twenty three member, so she wasn't able to get one. This will go on my pin board back there. But and this oh, is smart. a beautiful pin. The hundredth. Yeah, oh, uh, I have focus? that pin. Oh, that's cool. I don't know that it'll focus, and that's fine. I can't get my camera to focus, but this it's pin... Okay. Like, I, sh- I showed it on the podcast before, so people have seen it already. That uh, that finish is so good. The glitter <laughs> enamel is so good. Like, seeing it in that's person, cool. this pin is beautiful. So it's and it's got that like matte finish, too, right? Like, it's yes. matte, but like it's got a gloss, and it's, it's really, really nice. The matte with like the ghosted like image on it, and again, with the glitter in the enamel... Um, Awesome, awesome, awesome pin. Love it. So these two will end up going to my pin board back there. But uh, And then Mackenzie also got, she was graduating. Um, and so um, she, she also came back with some like graduation pins and things like that. But she didn't let me, she didn't let me near those. <laughs> she kept her own graduation pins. Yeah. It's very selfish. I am going to be going to uh, Florida in a little bit, Patrick. And they have a Disney World version of those as well. Do you want me to pick one up for you? Oh. Because then you'll have land and world. Those are the two. Wait, like, they're different? 
Yeah, they, one says Disneyland and, and then the other one says Disney World. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Okay, it has to have cool. the variant. Is this one different too? <laughs> uh, yeah, the colors are reversed. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take one of each. Thank you very much. Actually, actually I ha- you know what? I'll have they, a list. They, I'll send you a list of what I want. They may actually have a different one of those because that's that's Sleeping Beauty's castle and Cinderella's castle is the one in Florida. So they may actually have a different mm. one. Okay. But okay. that is okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. But the one, the pin that you just showed, though, is like the one from like the logo that they used to have in front of the movies, isn't it? Like, and I don't know if that's old, castle like specific. old school. No, yeah, yeah. It may be castle. It may be castle agnostic. <laughs> like castle generic neutral. Disney castle. <laughs> I do like this term, castle agnostic. Are you tossing it to someone, Patrick? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, for, I, I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I started thinking about yeah, only up. I started down. sweating, and then I forgot what I was doing. So, are you sure you don't need to go back to the hospital? <laughs> I I might. I don't think I'm done yet. I, I don't think Patrick is ever 100 percent sure he shouldn't be at a hospital. <laughs> There's always at least a two percent chance rumbling in the back of his oh mind gosh. that that should be happening. Uh, Andrew. Hey, mine's going to be pretty quick. Um, one, I'm not greasy. I mean, I guess I am greasy. I still have sunscreen on me from, from I laid out at the pool for just a few minutes before we started this so evening. Nice. And I'm like, I realize on camera, it looks like I'm just a sweaty, gross mess. Um, I promise I smell good. Um, that's for our listeners. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> smell vision guys. <laughs> I have a follow-up uh, from this past week. I talked about the... Um, my whiskey and wise where we were going to do that. I read that book, right. The built to move. And we were going to do, um, we were going to have, uh, some sort of activity that night. I didn't know fully what it was. Um, well, so what we did, uh, we had a competition where all the guys who were there had to do these different mobilizations, which is what they call like the exercises in the book, these practices, um, as well as some like mental, um, things where we were guessing about the whiskeys and trying to learn about the whiskeys and, and all these different things. Oh, um, but cool. I remember, so I, I, I have, I have been instructed to update the audience because <laughs> Jason listened to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Us putting him on blast for him going face first through a plate glass window. Um, <laughs> he wants the world to know, set the record straight. He yeah. actually won the competition. So shut up. Uh, he 100 percent Not won. that I don't believe that emphatically, but you yes. shut up. But you shut your <laughs> dirty mouth. Um he uh he absolutely won. And um, so credit where credit's due. We did things like the sit and like the sit and stand test, like I was telling you about, like mm-hmm. where you don't use your hands at all. You have to go cross-legged, yeah. you have to sit down cross-legged without using your hands to to brace yourself, and then you have to stand back up without using easy. your legs to brace yourself or your hands. You can't lean on anything. Like that's one of the tests. Um, At a certain point, gravity is going to put me on the ground regardless like, of the Getting down is much easier. Yeah. Getting up and and you you lose points based on what things you do. So like if you if you touch a knee to the ground, that's one point loss. You start with 10 and you work your way down essentially. Um, I got a six on the sit and stand test. I think I, I know what I did wrong because I did it at home later. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I would have scored a nine at home, but I used the wrong lead foot. Like I had my legs crossed the wrong way. Let me ask this. Let it. me ask this though. I don't yeah. know if he would admit this. Did he practice prior to going <laughs> to the event? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. 
But wouldn't all of them been, have been able to practice? Yeah, theoretically, like, we had all read we the had, book. Yeah, we all had access to the information. If we if we wanted to have practiced, we could have. Um, but I he also this said so bad. <laughs> he like <right> did. Now. <laughs> he did very poorly on the. Oh, I guess he did okay on the sit to stand. But he said, "Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose this." Um, the book is called um, "Built to Move." It's an incredible yeah, book. Yeah, and so, on top of that, we actually got to talk to the author. Like uh, we Facetimed with the author. What? Uh, Kelly, That's so cool. <laughs> I know. So these things are these things are are, are really great um, opportunities. That's freaking awesome. We talked with him and uh, we got to ask some questions and and um, just share some stories and things. And then uh, at the end of it, like he asked for all of our email addresses. He's going to put us on his like um, like his health in his health community, which is like a subscription service. I think he's putting oh, us cool. all on there for free, which is pretty awesome. Um, but credit where credits due, Jason Lindley did win. Um, one point of, of personal victory, uh, there was a whiskey portion of the test or of, of the, of the competition where we had to taste test, um, the different whiskeys. And then we had to identify them like blind mm. taste, blind taste them later. And I scored a 100% on that Ooh, as a non whiskey nice. person. Nice. I felt like I was a personal victory. And one of the guys who's like a whiskey, like connoisseur who's there, I think he only got one right. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm just saying Damn. we all, we all want a little something that there. Night. Yeah. That's um, awesome. I know who that was too. At least I think I know who that was. Uh, <laughs> like I, I think there was, there I was know. one other <laughs> thing that I, here's what you should have done though. I want to point out for your mobility okay. test. You should have done it to start. Okay. Then you do all your whiskey tasting. Then you do it again. Well, so as the night went on, <laughs> Like that for sure. Oh, that's what I was going to do. I was going to walk through a couple of the, so there was the sit and stand thing. There was, um, a test called, uh, like you had to lay completely down and like raise your shoulders, um, with your face, like planted on the ground, raise your shoulders a certain height. Um, there was a squat test, like where you had to get your butt to a certain degree off of the, off of the ground with the right form. And then the, the final test of the night was called the old man test, which is where you have to take a sock from the ground, one-footed, one, you had to get a sock while you were balancing on one foot, get that sock from the ground, put it on your foot, then get your shoe from the ground, put it on your foot, and tie it while you're still balanced on one foot the entire time. That's called the old man test. And if you can't- I, could, it, I think I could totally I want to point that. out that if my grandfather had tried that, he would not have made it to 91. <laughs> <laughs> and that's indicative of his his mobility is, health. And that's- Is it called that because like if you can't do it, you're old or like, what is, is there any logic to it or? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's exactly that. Like the older okay, you get, yeah, the yeah. harder it is to balance. And, I actually mm-hmm. think he made yeah. it to like 87. I don't know how old he was. Maybe he would have made it to 91 had he practiced the old man test more frequently. He would have for sure so. fallen. Um, but anyway, so it was really it was really Interesting good. story. Just very, uh, my grandfather broke his penis when he okay. was in his, like, when he was in his 80s. He fell. <laughs> Grandpa on blast right now. How would we <laughs> test a penis mobility you have to be able to pick I mean, your like, shoulders. You have to pick your torso boner, up. There's no bone in it. At How least, do you break it? At least like four <laughs> like, inches off the ground. Hey, listen, you can you can break things without bones. But, you can break your nose. Yeah, I guess, your nose yeah. is cartilage, but, So right? my true, grandmother true. had Alzheimer's. I don't remember if she already had, I think this might've been right before she had Alzheimer's, but like growing up, my grandmother was like, 
Uh, like scary you didn't that get your have... grandma's involved in this story, but <laughs> so like you didn't get to have playing cards because playing cards were from the devil, you know, like things like that, right? Mm, yeah, I'm trying to connect all of these yeah. stories. I, I, no, no, you don't need to. Okay. I'm going to. You don't need okay. to. All right, Sunday school teacher, that type of thing. We weren't sure. allowed to be in there when grandfather was watching. Like as the world turns, he's watching his shows. Couldn't be in the room when he watched his shows. His stories. His what? Yeah, it might have been his stories. stories. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's what my grandma used to call him. So. I I saw my grandmother as not not necessarily moral, but just uptight, strict, whatever. And then I remember he he broke his his penis. And then I I vividly remember being at their house and she's on the phone because what you do when you're that age is you just every afternoon you call like six of your friends and you're just like going mm-hmm. through the list. And I just remember hearing her just going, well, Haskell broke his penis, just like just <laughs> telling these people. <laughs> Like so annoyed, well, and I well, Haskell Haskell broke his penis, and I, and I was just like, <gasps> you know, like she said the word, you know. It was, <laughs> I got the flusters. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be it for me. Uh, it was incredible story. It was. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. It's been a, it's been a really like busy week trying to get ready for my trip. I leave so when this episode airs, actually, I'll be on my way to California to do Universal. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Cooper fractured his foot in two places. Oh my gosh! Um, no, I guys, wondered. stay out of the hospital. I like we're wondered. joking only. What yeah. happened? He fractured his foot in two places. Uh, he was jumping on a diving, trying to dive off of a diving board at camp uh, last week or a week and a half ago. No. And um, the, the the springboard came back up and it, and it just hit at just the right way on the top of his foot. Um, and so he is oh, going to be awesome. in like a, like a post-op like shoe. Um, we're going to do Universal Studios and see if he can do like walking Um Okay, and if and if it's if it's a problem, then when we go to Disneyland, he'll we'll see if we can get like a DAS pass where he can get like an uh, a wheelchair, which I, he doesn't want for himself. I don't want that for him. That's not a great experience. I know that you get to the front of lines. And I was like gonna all say I had stuff. to do that when I was a kid, and uh, there are some perks. I, there there are perks. Have, they, I think they changed some of that stuff, but it he, is changed. You yeah, were making yeah. him walk a lot when he was here. When he was where? When you were at house. my house. Yeah. Just kidding, not a lot. It okay, I was going to say, I specifically, he didn't come to the escape room with us because I wanted him to rest yeah. his foot. Uh, so anyway, it's that sucks. Did you guys like, go I hate back that, to the same escape true. room this week? <laughs> uh, no, that was two weeks ago. This was before we've already we made plans to go okay. again, but though it's so yeah. funny. I thought you um, went in between this week and last week. So tell Cooper that I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. hope he feels better. That sucks. Yeah, I hope I hope it doesn't. Uh, you know, for his sake, like this this trip is one that we've been looking forward to for a really long time. This is his birthday present from when he turned thirteen in February. So, yeah. like, uh, it's a it's a pretty big bummer, but hopefully he'll he'll uh, rally through it. And so, when we're not at the parks on those days at Universal or at Disney, we will be uh, looking for uh, more chill things to do, like maybe seeing a couple movies while we're say, out there's there. There's a lot of so, good movies to see. <laughs> um, there absolutely is. Uh, maybe going to get some, I told him that we are going to be going to sidecar donuts and he didn't understand mm-hmm. when I told him that it's the best donut that he'll ever have. He didn't understand. Um, he will, he'll understand. So I was really excited. <laughs> he will. He'll I learn. He'll learn. Really excited. Uh, <laughs> when I realized oh, we're going to sidecar. <laughs> so nice. Lauren, take mm-hmm. us, uh, take us out of here. 
Um, well, I've already been to the movies a few times this week, uh, so I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I went to Alamo Draft House and saw Asteroid City. I got the lunchbox that they were doing with it. It's very cute. That's also cool. Came, also comes with the a thermos. Oh, my very, gosh. Very cute. If, you know they're <laughs> doing that for Barbie also. Yes, but I do think that this design for this one, and it like fits the movie much better than than what I know about Barbie, but um, yeah, I just if, it is cute. I really like it. <laughs> I, I made I might still want that, but I did mm-hmm. not like the movie at all. <laughs> oh, you saw the movie too? Interesting. I okay, did. so yeah, um, I I I really liked it, but like I'm I think like a it's pretty hard for me to not like a Wes Anderson movie. It definitely wasn't my favorite though. Like I think that that like extra level of framing was not necessarily needed because I would rather have just spent more time in asteroid city with those people that they had there. Cause that was much more fun to me. I thought it was like much funnier than most Wes Anderson movies. It's like, it's, I think like much more of a comedy than it usually oh, yeah. is. However, yeah. some of the themes are still very sad. Like there's still like bad dads and dealing with someone dying and like always just, you know, that's very typically Wes Anderson. But I thought it was a lot of fun. You did not like it, Andrew? No, it's like it, it goes <laughs> it goes back to uh, what I said about James Gunn on Suicide Squad, right? Like where the the guy has just drank his own Kool-Aid at this point. This movie was Wes Anderson. Okay, yeah, I will like, say that that, yeah. Like it was unnecessarily like there were areas that were just unnecessarily stylized. Um, I I will and, actually and it, agree with that. I like yeah. to me the movie felt like a first draft of the story, which is actually yeah. part of the framing of the movie, so it might be somewhat intentional, but to me it but I I didn't that didn't totally work for me, like yeah. I said before. Like yeah. it's I think not that, that it was that, bad, but no, no, I didn't no. I didn't I didn't go away going like wow, that changed my life. I walked away mm-hmm. going there were th- this was a cool element, this was a cool element, that was a cool cameo, that was a fun amazing line. cameos. Yeah. There's a there's a handful of things that I walked away going Obviously, the aesthetic is beautiful. Like, that's mm-hmm. clear. But, like, it's got to have more substance than that. And this one felt like it lacked some of that substance. A little more style over substance, I think. Yeah. I really want to watch it again because I think I got distracted by all the stylistic stuff a little bit and wasn't focusing on, like, what the movie was trying to say as much. But I do think that, like, Jason Schwartzman really crushed it in this movie. Like, I I think this is maybe, like, the best acting he's done. And, like, it, it in a weird way, it feels like this could be a sequel to Rushmore. Like, if this is what Max Fisher grew up to be like, it totally makes sense to me. But Never like, seen Rushmore, but I trust you. Oh, okay. That's good. That's Well, okay, so, like, Wes Anderson, that was, like, his, one of his first movies, and, like, Jason Schwartzman is the star of that movie. So, like, kind of this, like, full circle moment between the two of them. He wears I think the beret, cool. right? Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, and when even having like the new kid who like plays his son, like looks so much like him when he was younger. And like, it just gives like a lot of like, like you said, it's the most Wes Anderson Wes Anderson can be. So it's like even finding like copies of his actors to like add in. <laughs> Listen, regardless of your feelings of the film, I have not seen it. The mm-hmm. behind the scenes that they've been releasing on YouTube, they've been releasing all these little shorts about it. I think some are... F- from like even Kodak is releasing shorts, I believe. Those have been fascinating. The well, fact I would that this, to watch that this town Lincoln, Lincoln that it takes us. place in was yeah, built well. from scratch. Uh, all of the mountains and things like that, they're these big like two-dimensional boards that have been yeah. set up and painted in the yeah, distance. Yeah, that's so but the funny. Thing is, like, that's, it, it's, that's how, that's how that's they, like that's leans how they into that. Yeah, like that's how they it. look. Yeah. Like it's a, yeah. And Wes Anderson talks about he wanted it to feel like you're making an indie film. So all of the trailers and where people lived are, they're not like in view. And so people would 
do all their stuff off offset in essence drive in during the day and then they would be able to shoot wherever they want to in this town because they built the town they had full control of it whatever and it's really cool seeing how it's set up and listening to the process in his minds in, in his words to be able to shoot like a big budget indie, like uh, a big budget small indie film, or however he well, describes that's weird, it. That's, that's like a very Wes Anderson concept, where it's like yeah. it is one of the like biggest directors, humongous star-studded cast, and then it's just like, but it's it's my little indie project. Just to just don't. Look, I just you know, like, I think so cute. <laughs> I think so, said, Zach. Patrick, I think it's shot on film. Yeah, all of that stuff is the star of the film. Like yeah. the setting, like that is the star of the film. How See, it's how it's yeah. shot. All like. 100% that's the best part of the movie. And there again, there are some fun cameos. There are some really good lines. I think Scarlett I Johansson just, I, did a, an incredible she's job really in this good movie. Too, yeah. Um like there's a lot of there's she's a such lot a of comedian. good <laughs> yeah, lots of good like little little pieces, but as a whole, that really the star of the show is how it looked. And like the movie should have more than that. Um mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like for me to walk away with yeah. the feeling like, oh, "Okay, that was a good use of of my time and money." Now that's one thing. It didn't feel super long. Yeah, um, it was run- a re- it was a perfect runtime of like two yeah. hours, I think. And like, I I really think that like if they had just kind of spent more time with the cast in Asteroid City, that would have made it all better. Like, it yeah. would have kind of given the depth that we needed from the characters that the story is really about, and kind of some other things. Like, I think that's what I I wanted to kind of tweak in this movie. But I thought, I honestly, it's a really fun movie. It's like without giving worth anything up, I have a feeling I know exactly what your favorite surprise cameo was. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in the credits as the movie was starting and I was like, I've never been more excited. I cannot wait to oh, see this. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see it in the credits. I just, I just saw it in real time at the point in the movie and was like, oh, that's fun. I yeah, think I was Kate waiting Dykstra for it. gave that up in a chat a second ago. What the heck, oh, Kate? <laughs> it's all good. It's, I mean, there's so many other cameos, honestly. Like, I, I, I don't even think I could remember all of them. Um, but it, it's it's a lot of fun. So um, in addition to Asteroid City, <laughs> I also watched Evil Dead Rise because that is on HBO now. This is like the total I almost watched type it. of movie. I almost watched that last night. <laughs> nice. Fun I summary film. So much fun, <laughs> honestly, though, summer. because like I honestly think that Evil Dead movies are kind of fun summer movies. Like, you know, like <laughs> you go camping yeah. in a cabin and things just go wrong. You, you know, like that's... Sure. <laughs> But um, I genuinely like like all the Evil Dead movies. I think they're like so stupid and fun. And on, this is a wonderful addition to the franchise. It's not directed by Sam Raimi. Um, it's written and directed by a new person named Lee Cronin. I think Ram Raimi. <laughs> I wish. Um, but I think that they did a great job of like making this. Uh, like a continuation of what you expect from Evil Dead, but also kind of reinventing what the series could be in some ways and like not making it feel like um, they were like shoehorning in like things to check off a list. Every time that they brought up something that was like an Easter egg or mentioned from another movie, I was genuinely like, oh, you guys are good. Like it was very fun how they kind of incorporated the like mythology of the Evil Dead movies within this without making it about any of those at all. Because sure. it's, it's a new setting where it's like a family in a apartment building. It is not in the cabin in the woods where all the other movies take place. So it kind of opens up. They're the just potential. blowing the genre wide open. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Reinventing it from the ground floor. <laughs> well, I just think it is, it makes it feel different than the other movies in, in, a, in a significant way, I think. And it's like different type of uh, protagonists. Like it's, it's just a different, a little bit different. And I, I really enjoyed it. So Evil Dead Rise is on HBO Max now. Totally recommend it if you like Evil Dead movies, if you like kind of campy horror movies, this is a good one. <laughs> Can I say something? 
I'm gonna. Um, yeah. The this is I gonna be the one time I forbid it. <laughs> I had forgotten. I had forgotten that I was in the middle of watching um, what we do in the shadows. Like I was watching it in real time, and I had forgotten about that. And then I was excited. It was like, oh, because I was watching the bear, and then we we hit a breaking point where Becca went to bed, and I was like, okay, I want to watch the. I want to watch what we do in the shadows, and it's not good this season. Is there? Is the new season already started? It's the season where where baby Colin Robinson is growing up. Is the, is okay? The one. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. It's it is okay. That's what you sounded like. Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, can I, someone clip? Can someone clip the one going <laughs> okay? I um, I I there's I think there are some very good episodes in that season, but overall, I did not like the whole baby Colin thing. It's at a, all. It's a it's a terrible mess. joke. It's a hot. It was mess not funny opinion. from the beginning, and yeah. like. It, was it wasn't not a, worth it wasn't a funny, funny jump scare in the previous season to get at a whole season of garbage. Oh. <laughs> I want to point of the funniest out, characters. I want to point out that the statement, I thought it was funnier than it could have been. Yes. Does I not actually that. mean that it was funny. Yeah. It I, will, been. I will <laughs> agree that it was, I, I expected it to be worse when the idea was like, it was going to be a baby the entire time. Cause that just seemed like, annoying they also really missed the opportunity to make jokes about how kids are energy vampires in my opinion zach can you clarify who is wrong i want to know who is wrong right now i it's gotta be it's gotta be jedi it's gotta be jedi i'm going can we get a poll because the baby Colin oh, robinson I mean, stuff was was just oh, that's so funny that's so garbage. funny <laughs> this is like the Groot argument <laughs> Oh, that's you what cl- you're arguing? <laughs> Thank that's you for the clarity, <laughs> all oh of you. Gosh. Okay, I was like, but you can argue uh. in the last episode that he at least maybe still has Colin's memory, so... Hey, wait, stop. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, Good sorry. Lord. <laughs> so... <Yes. laughs> sorry, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think York we know the City. name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> How would you even spell that? Okay. A lot of extra O's <laughs> and maybe a U. With an, um, with an umlaut over one of them. <laughs> I'll work it out before we get there. <laughs> okay, cool. Good, good, good. All right. Um, I've also been checking out some TV this week. Uh, Secret Invasion came out. Um, the first episode is out Ugh. this week. I, you didn't like I'm it? I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, I liked it a lot. I was like, a lot of people have <laughs> not liked it so far, actually. So I wouldn't be surprised uh, to hear. I, I've, I feel like I liked it more than what I've heard from other people. More but- than you could have? <laughs> yeah, more than I could have. I was expecting to really honestly like be super down for this show because I love like spy espionage thrillers. Like I love this kind of setup. Like I like like, you know, the like more complicated idea of like who's hiding is this like disguise and things. So far, it's off to kind of a slow start, but I do really like the cast. I think it's like you put Olivia Coleman in. I'm going to at least watch two episodes. So like I think that there's like Fair. a lot that they were setting up in this episode and there is a lot to set up. So I'm kind of hoping that it like picks up um, a bit once the like maybe second episode or third episode p- comes out. But like um, I maybe have lowered my expectations quite a bit. after Who, the first who is Olivia so Coleman? Far. That's not, that's not Robin Sparkles, right? No, she, uh, <laughs> she's not Robin Sparkles. Uh, I'm trying to think of that actress's name and I'm blanking right now, but um, she's not Robin from How I Met Your Mother. She played the Coleman's queen like the on The Crown. 
Yeah, right. or like oh. seen, she, she's the mom in Fleabag, uh, the favorite. She's the queen in that. Um, yeah, like the only I reason I know who you're talking about is because Becca said, "Oh, she plays the queen in the Crown." So, oh yes, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I forgot I'm not Becca. My name's Patrick. Of that. Oh, yeah, she I did see say that too. Hey, pretty, hey, pretty boy. That's, that's, <laughs> your, that's your new handle. <laughs> hey, pretty boy, twenty one. I don't see where Becca said that anywhere. So, I, to be clear, I said she that. she said it to me verbally when we were watching the show. Okay. okay, got it, yeah. got it, got it. But um, yep. yeah, so I'm I'm definitely like down to see where this show is going. I kind of hope that it gets a little more interesting, but I didn't hate it by any means. How did you yeah, feel if you yeah. watched it as well? I watched it. Kind it was neutral. it was it was yeah. I, I liked it fine. Uh, it, it felt like a bit of a return, tiptoeing back into the world of of um the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Yeah. So. Would you I definitely had like- to be looking stuff up. I was like, wait, why don't the girls have a home world anymore? I don't remember yeah. this stuff. <laughs> I think the song Return to Innocence is underrated. Okay. Cool. That's it. <laughs> and there's just a little hot take from Patrick. From Patrick, yeah. <laughs> I Did sing that song say, and no we, one... Yeah, can we make a little like stinger of like hot takes by Patrick? <laughs> Andrew is the only one that has... No, when I was singing the song, even knew the song I was singing. But I was doing the OO parts, and I can understand why that would be confusing. My name's not Becca. (laughs) 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 Okay, Uh, last but not least, I just have something that I saw um, this week that I feel like I have to bring up because I think it's really, really freaking cool. Um, So Nintendo uh, just did their, like, recent, like, uh, Nintendo Direct and announced that they are doing a reboot of Super Mario RPG, which is one of my all-time favorite video games ever. I once I bought a, like, uh, Super Nintendo, like, I bought that game and it was quite expensive. And then I bought like a, a Super Nintendo like simulator, like a knockoff one. And the game, when I was fighting the final boss, exploded. Like the console, <laughs> like went and like smoke came out of it. And I didn't get to beat it again. So I'm very excited that they are doing like a like total rescan. It's I kind think of like they've a 3- patched. I think they've patched that that glitch. I, yeah, don't buy knockoff <laughs> Nintendos, kids. <laughs> But I, I genuinely like am so excited because I think this is like such a cool game. Like I think it, they it doesn't look like they changed anything. They just kind of updated the style. It's just from remastered, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it before looked like a kind of a pixel art, you know, RPG Super Nintendo times, and now it's kind of a very polished three D look. A lot like they did with um, Link's Awakening. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of it's that. Exact, um, it's exactly like that. And yep. it's, like a it three quarter scale. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems to be a direct recreation of everything I remember from the game. Like, I doubt that they added anything just like they did with Link's Awakening. So I'm super, you're not excited, Patrick. That's, that's I refuse. On you. I refuse to celebrate anything related to Mario because the only Mario I ever cared about got taken from me. Which is, which one was that? Mario Dr. Giuseppe. Mario World got oh, taken yeah, that's from true. me. Oh, well, then you'd be happy to know, Patrick, that they're not returning that to the Switch or the phone. I know they're not <laughs> returning it. I loved that game. That uh, is like I really did. There is a new, besides that, there is a new Mario I coming out called other Super people Mario have fun Brothers with Mario. Wonder. When I don't oh, I hadn't heard about Mario. this one. Super Mario Brothers Wonder is the what new is the 2D gimmick? side-scrolling... platformer Mario with a new power where you get these like hallucinogenic like flowers and the whole world gets like funky and you can do fun stuff in the world. And then your new, if anyone ever wondered if Mario was a stoner before this game. (laughs) Well, and here's the, here's the new, the new power is you turn into an elephant in Mario's outfit. You turn into an elephant. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It Zach looks also seems excited. Cool. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit cool. of um, Mario Odyssey, how you could like turn, put on the hat and be like the T-Rex and stuff. It's kind of like that, but but 2D side-scrolling. But, so yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and you can play- That's pretty exciting. I think you can play up to four or five people like on the screen at once, if I, if I oh, remember yeah. correctly. So- um, like one sweet. of the powers, like Luigi, I've seen on the, in the thing, Luigi and Mario are running and they jump and they use their hats as like parachutes. They kind of go, they kind of inflate and they oh. like, um, coast down or it's kind of like how peach, that. like in the old games, like her dress yeah. would flare out and then you can float. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. I love it. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I'm so like Mario RPG. It's just such an excellent game. Cool story. It's like an actual RPG game, unlike any other Mario game. So I think that will be super cool. Comes out in November. So that is going to be fun. And the and Mario Wonder comes out in October. Oh, October nice. 20th. You can like so. play one, finish it, and then be ready for the next one. <laughs> yep. And they're redoing uh, Wario World and they have a new Peach game that's coming out. They're remastering Luigi's Mansion from the DS. Oh, nice. Um, they're remastering that for the Switch. And uh, there's something uh, that I forgot to say a second ago. On the topic of Marvel stuff, um, Disney California, Disney uh, Disney's California Adventure is doing a two month long special run of Rogers the Musical, and it's starting I've, the day I've, before we get there. So nice. we'll I've be been there. Seeing the um, behind the scenes peaks that they were they, they put out this week, it looks hilarious. It runs from June thirtieth through uh, August thirtieth, so uh, we'll be there just in time. That to, is awesome. To I hope you get debut. to see so it. That's fun. That's going to be awesome. <sighs> okay. Right, is that that's, it for- that's it for me this week. I'm going to call it. There's other things I would love to talk about, but we are going to save it for later. Oh, I did start Gilmore Girls uh, per oh, our yes. directive Please. from last week. And this was from our poll. Um, I've only watched like, I think two and a half episodes because I did stop in the middle of the third. Um, and I think it's fine so far. I don't really, I wouldn't say that I'm like actively hooked. Like, I'm not like, ooh, what happens next or anything, but I don't know if it's ever going to be that kind of it show. It absolutely <laughs> feels like Marvelous Miss Maisel without the ah-cha-cha of it. Like, <laughs> you know what I that, like you, you get what I mean by that, right, Patrick? Like, it's, it's it coming. feels like Amy Sherman Palladino. Like, it feels like that kind of writing, um, but there's not like the, like the, um, kind of glitz that you get with the marvelous Miss Maisel, like the winking at camera. There's no winking at camera, but the writing is yeah. there. Like I totally see. I do actually so, feel like there's pretty like winky jokes a lot of times, you know, like they, and they knock it off as like, they're just saying the jokes under their breath. Some of my favorite characters aren't introduced until I think like season three, maybe just like, uh, just like I believe lost. Wasn't this is season not, three of lost. Your no, favorite that season, was, Patrick? that was season two. And that was echoes storyline. I thought echo came yeah. out. I uh, love three. echo. Sorry, sorry, two, sorry. That, sorry. That, what a great ugh. character. But, um, it, it's a very well-written show. And in terms of the whole, like if you make it all the way to the end, in terms of how it resolves, uh, it, it's, it is a perfect, kind of arc it's a perfect story i don't think that it could have been handled better um but you have to get there i don't particularly enjoy watching the show but i have a lot of respect for the show Um, yeah i i I, like i'm gonna keep watching it i gotta get through the first season uh but so far i'm I'm fairly neutral to be honest like i'm not loving it nor hating it and even will who loves the show says that you he finds it more um, he enjoys it more in season two and season three. Yeah, I, I mean, I, season I'll, three, I think, is where it really picks up for me. 
I mean, there are other shows like I, I know I've said this on the show before because Andrew got mad at me, but like Parks and Rec, I don't like the first season at all. I would rather watch I, when I rewatch it, I usually just start on season two. So I maybe it's just the first season. Problems. <laughs> uh so one thing that I have an issue with, so I started watching it as well. I started watching Gilmore Girls. And How one thing that I get? noticed, uh, we're several episodes in, probably similar to where okay. you're at, maybe one or two episodes ahead of you. But mm-hmm. um, there's an issue that I have with some consistency. Joe's, uh, Joe, no, not Joe's, Luke's, Luke's coffee shop sign is not always out on the door. When the, like, sometimes it's there and then sometimes it's not. Uh, And sometimes it's just the hardware store thing and then there's nothing actually mounted on either side. That bothers me. Like, the the consistency. Deal with it. I think the thing that made me laugh the hardest was when, like, I think it was in like the second episode and Luke comes over to their table and he's just like wearing like not the clothes he wears normally. And she's like, oh, my God, you're so hot. And I'm like, that hairline looks much better under a hat. (laughs) Whoa. Wait till you get to seasons. That's the judgiest thing I've ever heard you say. But also wait until you get to seasons. It gets worse. Especially know your audience right here, Lauren. But he looks so much cuter when you see him at first versus then. I was like, girl, no. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, you don't have a receding hairline at all. I couldn't Shut possibly. <laughs> oh my God. That, like his is crazy. What's though. nice. Don't talk about me like that. What's nice is that I'm tall enough that you can't tell if I have a receding hairline. Yeah. The other day he was sitting I just have on... to say like, I did think he was very, very cute when you first saw him and then they showed him like that. And I'm like, I didn't even recognize that it was the same person at first. <laughs> yeah. They, they recast him after the pilot. Um, the... <laughs> it could have happened. Luke, speaking of Luke, Luke said to Patrick the other day when he was sitting on a bench, we were waiting to go into, uh, was it maybe it was the um, the escape room uh, or something. I don't remember where exactly we were waiting, but sitting on like at a waiting, uh, waiting station. Yeah, waiting station. Luke was standing and he said, I don't think I've ever seen the top of your head. <laughs> that was <laughs> intentional. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's head out of here and head on over into our master categories. Every week we like to talk about the dice we rolled the week before. Those dice are the dice that we roll. <laughs> and they give us our categories. We pick our topics based on those categories. And that's what we call the master categories. How many times did I say categories in the last 60 yep. seconds? There's yep. no way Take to know for sure. Take a drink every time Andrew says categories. <laughs> yeah, you'd be you'd be wasted by now. Um, Patrick, why don't, you, uh, why don't you start us off? Because I'm really excited to talk about your topic. Bear season two. So this follows uh, Carmi works at a three Michelin star restaurant. He leaves. He goes to his brother's restaurant sandwich shop called the beef or la beef. And uh, in season one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, season one follows him uh, there as he's working with uh, this group of people. He's he, of course, has this formal training and he's worked in this uh, very uh, intense high level environment. And now he's trying to bring this sandwich shop kitchen up to some type of standard and so you're seeing him uh wrestling with with the bear which in season one we kind of take to be his uh emotional um you know this this kind of like, like kind incident of that's that's happened to him in the past and so we see him wrestling with his bear uh and then we also see him uh working in this environment trying to find his way and his identity as a chef uh because in the environment he was in that was him maintaining what someone else had built. And in this new environment, this is suddenly an opportunity for him to build 
from the ground up. And season two ends up being a continuation of that. So we get to season one. I talked about this on the show. It's such a nice, pretty, neat arc that I didn't want there to be a season two. And I, I was uh, I was not looking this is forward. This my first question. I was not looking forward to season two. I liked what they had done. And I just wish they let us kind of dream about uh, Carmi's uh, future. And uh, moving into season two... Yes, I was excited to see all these people again, especially Maddie Matheson, because he gets so much more screen time this season. Uh, yeah, but I, I was famous ex- now. <laughs> it was exciting uh, to, to see these people again, but I, I wasn't looking forward to it. And then within the first 20 minutes of episode uh, one, they totally changed my mind. Uh, they, they, there was a, I, I won't even give it away. There's just, there was something that I thought was going to be like the, the, the the thing that was hanging over them the whole season and they basically like confront it and throw it away immediately <laughs> and it just it just changes it um and so that said i'm uh they dropped the whole season 10 episodes i'm i'm on episode six right now so i'm a little bit i'm at halfway through and i am just absolutely loving it completely enthralled now i will say the the consistency is a bit odd in terms of cinematography. So the characters are very consistent. I love the characters. They've continued uh, their personas from season one, and they've given them all their thing they need to deal with, and it all feels very true, and And um, I'm excited to see where each of those things go, and I don't know that they're all going to end on the same page, and that's fine. Uh, from a cinematography standpoint, season one, especially thinking about episode uh, or the early part of the season, it felt very like almost early '90s doc, like big city documentary, and it felt very iconic in terms of imagery and the way they would frame uh, scenes. You know, it's like the mm-hmm. grainy smoke coming up from the sewer traffic. You know, those type of uh, slow pan shots or slow pool shots. And, uh, and they do that in episode one of season two. It, it very much has that feel. And then as soon as you get into episode two, the colors change. And the the type of shots they're doing change. And you're getting all these like slow spinning shots. And, um, and so this is evolving. And I don't know if this is meant to show us that same evolution our characters are going through. And we're kind of seeing that through the cinematography of... of we're going through the creative process and we're we're finding our way and we're we're leaving the comfortable and going into the new or it's just inconsistent i don't know which one it is yet but i'm interested <laughs> to see where this goes in conjunction with the story that's being told you said th- how many episodes are there 10 does the show have different um directors like does it does it have different like storytellers or is it one consistent storyteller cuz i've we've watched the first two episodes and i even between the two, there's a little bit of a difference, cinem- yeah, cinematically speaking. Yeah, totally is. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if whether it's a director change or a, I don't know if like uh, your like DPs would tend to change or I, I don't know. I, I don't know um, what is shifting. And again, it could just be a, a very intentional shift to mimic what's going on with the characters. There, there is a very clear shift. Um, Great. I don't even want to say cameos because it's not cameos. There are some awesome characters that are introduced. I think episode, I think it's episode four, maybe. Um, So people I haven't seen yet. We get introduced to like some big name, like stars, like episode four, you're going to see someone and you're going to have that. Oh, he's in this? Like you're going to have that type of moment. Is Um, Is it a famous chef or a famous actor? Oh, you, we'll have you to get, find out. 
You get both in the show. To be clear, you get both. There are famous chefs. Okay, that makes actors, me but, excited. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's just been it, it's been a very uh, where I had a lot of apprehension about the season. It is completely alleviated that. I'm very excited for the season, and it is continuing to grow. The more that I watch, the more I'm getting like sucked deeper into it. It's been a very satisfying ride so far. Andrew, you have your hand up. I do. I mm-hmm. also, I, I, so I kept my hand up because I was like, oh, wow. I don't usually see my tattoos from this angle. And I was like examining <laughs> them. Like, oh, the colors look beautiful. All right. Um, yeah. So I, I have to imagine, I don't know this for sure, but I have to imagine if you are a Chicago foodie, this, this show is probably a love it. letter yeah. to you, right? Because the, there's people that I didn't recognize at all in this show, but I imagine are probably staples in the Chicago culinary world, right? Have to be. We, we talked about that, uh, last night, the, the person I was watching that with, we had that conversation of this is going over our head, Mm. but it is clear that these people are real people. (laughs) These restaurants are real restaurants. Uh, so yeah, I do think there's probably a lot there. Like you said, for like the, the Chicagoans, uh, there's a lot. Is that going how they call people. themselves? Chicagoans? Chicagoans. Up, oh. up, up north they do. <laughs> <laughs> down south, we would say it differently. But up I was like, you would Chicagoans. not say that down south. You would say a very different word that I'm not going to say on on the podcast because it's not oh, nice. <laughs> I'm not sure I know what that word is, but I'm. I, you do you know? Well, I'll, I'll just. I'll just tell spell you. It. Just Chicagoans. <laughs> What'd you say? Well, like, I was like, fibs is usually like the mean word. <laughs> Why? Do you, do you, do you know what that stands for? No. I thought like Fib Newtons. They're those little like cookies. No, it's I it's love fucking, Fib Newtons. <laughs> no, it stands for fucking Illinois bastards. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I did not know that. And we have rivalries. Don't with love all the me into teams. this. That's what you call them. <laughs> Sorry, apparently. Carol. No, I've said. No, Sorry, I said. Carol. <laughs> I assume your mom is tuning in right now. Sorry, Carol. <laughs> I've not heard that in a long time, but yes. Wow. <laughs> Let me get us back on track then. Uh, how much would you pay for a th- the original Burf shirt? Right? You liked you liked the Burf. I loved it. There's I loved a, it. So it's, there, a mis- it's a it's misprint. In episode one. There's a misprint. It's like second. That's going to be in like in their store immediately. I, like I that just want, seems like I what want, you would do. I want a shirt, and not necessarily the 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 burf. The burf would be funny, but I want a an original, you know, the original beef. Like I want that shirt. I think that would be like a, a crew shirt or whatever. Yeah. Um, so here's my prediction. So I haven't I haven't looked. My prediction is this entire season is just going to be them getting ready to open, and we're not going to get to see it. And then my prediction is season three is the bear is actually the restaurant. Yeah, um, I, and, I think And that right. I find captivating, and I think each of those stories is a really compelling story. The story of of, of getting to open, um, and then the story of, th- then it becomes if, whether you're earning your star or making your standpoint or like asserting yourself in the community, whatever. I think that's a really awesome story. So now, not only am I enjoying season two, I'm already ready for season three. I'm pumped for it. So anyway, like the bear you changed your mind. I have season two. Check it out. Absolutely. On Hulu. Um, if you haven't seen season one, go see season one. I mean, yeah, the bear is yeah. an absolutely amazing show. Like I, I, the only reason I haven't watched this is because I want to like be able to just sit and focus on it alone. You know, like not so, be distracted for the first five episodes. Every episode is like 32 minutes or less. 
episode six is like an hour and 10 minutes because I was going to watch episode six. I had like 45 minutes before podcasting and I was going to watch episode six and I pulled it up and was like, can't watch that. I guess I'll watch Righteous Gemstones episode three. So <laughs> um, anyway, episode six is after this. So the Righteous Gemstones are shorter this season then. Uh, so far, the first three episodes have been around 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's okay. That's nice. That's, that's a short HBO show or a short Max show. Well, honestly, that's not that unusual because comedies are usually half an hour versus like dramas are usually an hour. But that's I can't obviously take not like a solid rule. It's just sort of like a thing. But yeah. All He's right. That's <laughs> loaded up in trucking. I understand <laughs> that. I mean, I enjoyed that show, um, but I enjoy the song from Smoking the Bandit more. Uh, Andrew, we'll just keep doing our circle. Why don't you uh, give us yeah. your stuff? Mine's going to be pretty quick. Uh, I got a 20, and that allowed me to talk about anything. And the thing that I'm talking about is actually stupid. But it is Great. a, <laughs> this is what I would consider a, like a PSA. Uh, and this is a way that I'm giving back to everyone in our community. Um, because you can get something free out of what I'm getting ready to talk to you about. Um, there's, there's this little food chain that is slightly controversial, especially in different parts of the country. Um, but Chick-fil-A, we've, we've talked about Chick-fil-A. You oh. likely know about Chick-fil-A. Um, yes. and Chick-fil-A in their app right now, um, I don't know how long this is going to last, maybe through the summer or what in their app right now, they have this thing, this little sign that's popped that pops up on the app that says it's an actual like picket sign, right? That says code moo, play the game now. So they've got a built-in game. Um, they've gamified some like geographical location-based stuff um, within their app called Code Moo. And so Code Moo is this thing where um, once a week there are clues that shows you a it shows you a um, like a claymation style globe. Um, and there are uh, the premise of the game is that you are going around. There is this uh, burger. Oh gosh, I just blanked on what the burger place is called. There's a burger, pl- a burger place that's popping up locations around the country, and you're trying to sabotage them before they open, um, <laughs> so that uh, so that the cows don't have to worry about losing their lives. So um, you get three different. Oh clues. yeah, because their mascots are like the cows who want you to High eat all the chicken. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yes, eat more chicken. Yeah. Um, and so I took some screenshots of this game, um, but you. Uh, Let's see. Here we go. So um, what you do is uh, you go to, um, you you see this, there's three clues and you see this this globe. And the first clue will, I'm not going to tell you this because you, you, I don't want to give away the game, but it'll give you like a, a clue as to what that location would be. And then there's um, several different plot points on the map and you have to choose what part of the country they're talking about. And so you click on that and if you're right, you'll see a, um, a location and uh here's here's one of those locations um and you move your camera around it uses oh, like google street view like or whatever or what you move your like- camera around until you yeah. find the burger place and then once you locate it these cows come out and they sabotage it so like what you're seeing here mm-hmm. is he's jumping inside of the, the burger vending machine one of them is um the other one is taking eat more chicken stickers and then they they graffiti the the whole thing so like they spray paint it on the inside and they put these eat more chicken stickers all over the place um oh circus burger that's the name of it uh i won't show you the next one because that gives away one of the locations but uh you're going around and this is this is like kind of the 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 still shot these are the cows (laughs) these are your three cows um that you play as 
uh, and the cows' names, they have, they have backstories. They're kind of like very uh, Wallace and Gromit style. Yes, they're very Wallace and Gromit style. So um, here's, here's uh, Daisy, and I'm going to read you their little story in what voice I gave them. Because um, I did this to Cooper, and I said I would do this on the podcast. Oh, so this is oh fine. This one's Daisy, the natural leader loaded with spunk and good sense, brilliant strategist and nimble acrobat. So that's Daisy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, here we go. There's this one's carrots. <laughs> That's his name. Uh, yeah. runt of the herd. He's eager to jump in, but always confused and very uncoordinated. Oh, <laughs> and he really, really loves carrots. Were That's you going to do your voice That's for carrots? really good. When I get done with this, I'll go back and I'll do my voice for carrots. <laughs> okay. Okay, thanks. Uh, and then finally we've got Sarge. That's Sarge. Sarge is the most senior member of the herd. He's never one to back down from battle. That's Sarge. So those are our, our cows. So uh, those are our cows, and they're going around to, to try to uh, to try to stop this burger chain from um, from expanding around the country. Uh, now here's the here's where you can actually win something. If you get all three of the guesses right um, in a week, you have a week to to go through these to go through these clues. If you get them all right. Then on Wednesday, you get granted, uh, or every every Wednesday they reset. So um, if you get all three of these right before Wednesday, you get free food. Like, I answered the three questions. It took me five minutes to play the little game thing. And I got an eight-count nugget for free that I have oh, a week nice. to spend. So everybody can go get free food off this thing. And every time you do it, you get entered. Every time you play, you get entered in to win this, like, really big uh, like grand prize, which is uh, Chick Fil A for a year, um, you get tickets to the uh, the um, the college football championship, um, and like all like you get like an actual full on okay, prize. Wow. Yeah, uh, yes, they can absolutely cast me now. Um, mm-hmm. But everybody you, go and do you this. Get like free Chick Fil A for a year. That's how they pay you. You can get Chick Fil A for a year. Yeah. <laughs> the um, the des- the design of this game is super fun. It's super cute. Like like Lauren said, it's very Wallace and Gromit. Like that's the kind of the characterization. Everything looks like it's made out of clay um, until you're in like the street view. But the street view uses like an AR type thing where it, in- mm-hmm. it implants these characters into a real world setting. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. My only, my only gripe with the game is it's a little bit buggy. And I don't know if it's because there's a lot of people playing. And so mm-hmm. the servers are, are overwhelmed, but, um, every once in a while, the load screen, it'll just get stuck on a load screen and you have to refresh the page on your phone. It's fine. You won't really lose your progress, but you may have to log back in. It's all tied to your Chick-fil-A one account. So, um, as soon as I won the, as soon as I answered all three of the questions, right it loaded that um, that reward onto my account already. I don't have to do anything. Okay. I don't have to show them anything. It's just, it's in there. So I could go and order it tonight if I wanted to. Um, so uh, Chick-fil-A, code Moo. Uh, go out and get yourself some free food over these next few weeks and have a have a little bit of fun while you're doing it. So um, that's my, uh, there's my category for everybody. You're welcome. That's awesome. Love it. Go and eat more chicken. Lauren? And if if you (laughs) don't like Chick-fil-A, then just uh, still take it so it costs them money and then throw it away. Yeah. Just throw it away. (laughs) You could like at least give it to someone. Or give it to to (laughs) someone who who needs food. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but I'm just saying everyone can benefit from this. I feel like not actually buying food from them is, that works. Taking food from them for (laughs) free is definitely, yeah. Taking food from them for free is better. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Just throw it at someone. (laughs) 
I love it. Sure, yeah, Patrick, that's good. That's real good. <laughs> Getting a little bit of insight into your psyche. Lauren, take us uh, take us to our final category. All right, I'm very excited. Uh, so I was I got my favorite category, music. <laughs> and as always, I struggle with this one, but I got kind of <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm gonna dance through the whole thing. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, I actually saw some pictures when I was like scrolling around on Twitter of like set photos from the um, Wicked movie that they are working on, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect, you guys. Um, so. I think everyone is familiar with Wicked. Uh, it was a book that was adapted into a play or a musical, excuse me. Um, and it's like one of probably the most popular musicals of all time. It's sort of a retelling of the Wizard of Oz from the Wicked Witch's perspective. And yeah. it's kind of um, what made her wicked, you know, quote unquote. And like, um, you know, why is she green? It kind of like answers every question you never knew that you had about Wizard of Oz. And it, it covers a time where like, her and Glinda the Good Witch are like roommates in college, I guess. Um, and yeah, <laughs> unclear. Is it college or high school? It's kind of hard to know. I don't know for sure if it's like college or high school, but I you know, like they're roommates at I some kind it. of boarding school. They're at a boarding yeah. school for sure. Yeah, they live there. Yeah, they live there. Yes, yeah, in dorms. So I'm not, I'm not sure if it's considered like college or, or do they have colleges in Oz? <laughs> but anyway, these are the hard hitting questions, people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as you can tell from uh, Patrick kind of uh, lip syncing right now, the music is just like outstanding from this show. I yeah. think like all the songs are just incredible. I'm sure everyone listening has heard some snippet of Defying Gravity. Um, you know, like it, it's just it's it's a Do really you need me to um, sing the first two. No, <laughs> I was like, I would, I would <laughs> give it a go. But yeah, like a full <laughs> verse and a full chorus. And we don't have time yeah. for it. I was going to say the first two songs. <laughs> <laughs> let's go have a fun karaoke night um but yeah so uh i do think that this is gonna is like a great choice of musical to adapt to a movie um the stage play is like very elaborate they have lots of sets they manage to do a lot like on just one stage but it just kind of makes sense that this is something that they could expand to make a movie like very easily like the costumes are awesome um you're already familiar with like wizard of oz and oz and like what kind of some of that stuff looks like so as you can imagine it's like fun to like be able to like walk all over the world and see you know all the different places and yeah. things that they do and learn there um it is going to be like a part one in part two like they're doing with dune um which is interesting to oh. me um they are gonna it's i read that they're gonna add at least two songs um which makes sense if they're gonna extend the runtime by that much but i have read the book and i can say that there's easily more than enough material to fill two films worth of content it is interesting to me though because the books are way more dark and adult than the musical is they take out yes. a lot they simplify a lot of storylines that are truly just fucked up there's not a nice yeah. way to put that like when Elphaba gets- curb stomps that person <laughs> No, I think you're thinking of uh, uh, Captain <laughs> Captain America and Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't want to spoil if anyone reads the book. They're like truly the fucked book up is thing good. That the book is very the book good. is excellent. I think the yeah. book is awesome and like totally recommend reading the book as well as seeing the musical if you're able to do that. Like, What a shocker. Be- Lauren's recommending the book, everybody. <laughs> this is the first... <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so like Wicked is just great. It's very beloved. I think that this is probably the reason we have so many like villain origin movies, to be honest, because like this just kicked off like a whole wave yeah. of like, oh, what if you see this story from their perspective and what is it like? Because surprise, it's not as simple as you thought it was. You know, yeah. it's not. A, it's just like 
the truth, like making everything gray. Like she is not like there's not a good witch or a bad witch. They all had reasons for doing what they did. And it's 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 just amazing. Like in I've some cried. ways, Gal- Galinda becomes she's the she's the uh, she's the one that for I a long like, time. She's the what's the word I'm looking for right now? I'm like bra- antagonist antagonist for, for a, yeah. a large portion of the show. She is At least the, the antagonist. First, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they are not they don't get along. And like she's not that nice to her, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I see people mentioning the songs right now and it's just great. Um, but yeah, so the movie adaptation has been in the works for a really, really, really long time. Like the rights were first bought and like scripts were first written in 2012. Um, but it was like delayed for a long time because the I think there was like an issue with the rights, like the people who had the rights to the play on Broadway didn't want the movie coming out while the play was still like in its original run, which did go on for a very, very long time. But like they're like, well, if people can just go see the movie version. They won't come see the musical. So that's sure, why they, did, yeah. they put that off for a while. Totally makes sense to me. And then COVID happened and many other things. So um, it's the yeah, same that's thing why- with the Lion King musical. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, so the, the kind of like main, like, uh, attraction or like interesting thing is who they've cast for this movie and they've got Ariana Grande, who's going to play, um, oh my God, Glinda and then, uh, yeah. And then Cynthia Riva will play Elphaba, which I think are amazing choices. Cynthia Riva? Did you watch the outsider she's in that um she she's in um she played harriet tubman in that harriet tubman movie um like she, i know who you're talking about from i didn't see the harriet tubman movie but i know who you're talking about an incredible singer like i get i've like gotten goosebumps when she's sung in stuff that i've watched like she's i think she's like a amazing amazing choice and i think it's it's wise to pick new actors for this because like it would have been hard to do it with kristen chenoweth and Ada Man- and dina menzel you know as like now i think but like I, th- I think that it's going to be Ad- more exciting. Adine Dizel, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, I was Ad- trying to. Ad- <laughs> yeah, Adine Dizel, my favorite. <laughs> but I think these are two very exciting choices for who they could cast. That like feel really appropriate. They're both amazing singers, so I think the music will be just like incredible with with their renditions. Um, the the other kind of cast that I looked up, um, Jonathan Bailey, who's one of the like love interests in Bridgerton, will be playing Fiero, and then like Michelle Yeoh, Bowen Yang, and Jeff Goldblum are also in. The the cast so like going yang mm-hmm. all right yeah fun stuff so it's i funny because i'm pretty sure he's played um what are the flying um the flying, flying monkeys. monkeys i'm pretty sure yeah, he's played I, those I, on, on snl, SNL. Before. yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's playing that in the movie i'm not sure <laughs> i feels like he would be playing either the cowardly lion or, or a munchkin or yeah maybe a munchkin maybe a munchkin okay no, like i guess some sort of there's a huge cast of characters at the school with them for sure has yeah there's a huge cast of characters at the school with them, so it could be a lot of different people, honestly. Kinsey but they does said, love Bo and Yang, by the way. He's grown on me. I didn't love him at oh, first. I love him. He it felt, felt like he very... was a one, it felt like he was a one note, a one note uh Nathan. He felt like <laughs> so he'd have been <laughs> awesome on like mad TV, but it didn't yeah. work for me now. I, I think and we then said it grew that. on me. Yeah. I think we said that when this this when his first season started. I think on the show we talked about how it felt like he was very mad TV in an otherwise SNL cast. Yes. I think he's so good, though. He's so funny. For a long time, I felt like he was playing the same character, just like like a a overly uh, flamboyant version of whatever it was. The the gay stereotype of whatever that character was. Yes. 
Though he has um, done some like truly perfect ones. Like that one of Jafar is so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <that is> <laughs> like it's, it's truly perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so very, very excited. Unfortunately, the movie is still not coming out until 2024 or the first part isn't. Um, but I will definitely be lining up to see this movie. It's There's very no way I, I make to- it then. There's no way I make it. You're just going to die before the movie comes out. (laughs) There's no way you're making it to then. Is that what you got? I'll go and write it off. I don't know. Good Lord, Janice. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember that line? Do you guys remember that line? Okay. You uh, wait. You farted right into my butthole. (laughs) Good Lord, Janice. You farted right in my butthole. It's like a fart (laughs) transplant. Yeah. (laughs) And then he also says something about it going betwixt them, but that was something else. (laughs) Betwixt his cheeks. Yeah. The 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 bullet went. What was the name of the movie? It's Uh, it's Kate McKinnon and Zach Galifianakis. uh, Hold on. It's um, something minds. Like. um, A beautiful mind. No, no, no. It's like saying you masterminds. I think it's called masterminds. I think that's what it's called. Someone, someone check me, but I think that's the name of it. I think you might be right, but that scene is particularly. I've been saving it for you all day. <laughs> it wasn't even a good movie, but I no, didn't. but there's just a, a couple of really pointed lines that I can't not say on an almost daily basis. It was masterminds 2016. <laughs> nice. There job. you go. Nice job. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, that's it for me. Ready to go listen to the wicked soundtrack right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For so sure. on that note, Patrick, lead us out with the, uh, with the fine gravity. No, I want to, but I is like, this is one of those things where I can't do it to be funny because I take it too seriously. That song is too important yeah. to me. And if I sing one note of it, I'll start crying. Will you sing so. popular <laughs> instead? No, Patrick's favorite song is Loathing. <laughs> Loathing. I've heard him sing Loathing a handful so good. of times. I do love that one, but in fairness, the um, you have Define a favorite Gravity... Song? Define Gravity has like a, a, it's not even much of the song. I feel like it's one stanza that so is just like amazing. That part when she raises up. Oh my gosh, it's so the good. Western sky. Western sky. Yep. And then and when she raises up, it's like, what? Yes. I'm going <laughs> Similar situation where they use a, uh, a, a the same mechanic. Um, when I worked for the Aladdin show uh, a couple of months ago, they used the same mechanic for the, for the uh, magic carpet. Um, and that same moment, like when they hit that moment in a whole new world, it's that same thing as defying gravity. Like when they actually lift off the ground and they're up and they're doing this thing, it's like, oh yeah, it's hard to not feel the emotion of that when that, when that scene Oh, happens. it's like, good. It's, yeah. Um, okay. Well, if that's it, let's roll our dice to find out, uh, what we're talking about next week. I know um, that Lauren has left, but I rolled a nine. And so I want Lauren, when she gets back to know that I rolled a nine. I can hear you. I just stood up. <laughs> well, you were gone. I'm, I'm gone forever. <laughs> out of sight, like out of mind, as they second, say. And now you're back. <laughs> you got a what, Patrick? Nine. Okay. And a one. Pass. Tech. Tech. I got Passed tech? Tech. You got tech, yes. Oh, nice. Okay, ready. I got a 15, and you're I got eight. a four, so I can talk about whatever I want. Got fashion? <sighs> And I okay. rolled a big fat one. So you guys get to Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you have music again. <laughs> Spike. I'm going to just sing Wicked instead. <laughs> That'll be my category. We'll have karaoke we'll, night. Then we'll never give you music ever again. I will get you just down sing my the karaoke entire, machine. The yeah. entire catalog. <laughs> um, okay. 
Hey, everybody. Uh, good show. You can find us over at mof1.network where you can find show notes and links to all the stuff that we just talked about. And uh, while you're there, you can find a whole mess of episodes from many years in the making. There's 500 or more of them. Not or more. 500 and more of them on At the least. website. <laughs> While you're there, you might see this little uh, icon for Slack on there. Click on it. Join the conversation in our community. There's an invitation there f- just for you. So we finish this conversation here and then we pick it right back up. Uh, and so, so much more over on our yeah, Slack, Slack channel. Yeah, Slack is excellent. So, yeah, I was so thinking today there. that I might start a thread for my Gilmore Girls watch through so I can talk to people about it. Okay, I'm yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're, we're doing next- that Gilmore Girls uh, uh season recap episode yeah yeah let's do it let's do it yeah let's do it but i think it would be fun to to just like you know like have a thread in the sure be chatting about it as well yeah absolutely give everyone a reason to rewatch it will um and then you can catch us live and never miss an episode right here on twitch.tv slash mf1 podcast you can also watch us over on youtube at the same thing um but if you're here on twitch you can subscribe for free it doesn't have to cost anything if you already have a prime membership just use your once a month prime membership uh, throw it toward us and you can subscribe to the show. It doesn't have to cost anything, but it'll help us out a little bit. Um, and then uh, subscribe to, or uh, follow the show as well. So you never miss what's going on here. You'll get a notification when we're going live. Uh, you never know when we may have a show pop up here or there. Um, and so, uh, so join us there. And then finally subscribe, rate and review the show where podcasts are. Uh, if it's on Apple, we will read it. Patrick, do we have any new, uh, do we have any new ones to read from our friends? Do- <laughs> I didn't check. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, cool. So maybe <laughs> next, maybe next week we'll check. We'll check. Yeah. Um, but go do it. Tell us, uh, how you want us to read your review. We will read it on air as such because, uh, we are people pleasers. Let's just be honest. That's what we're here for. Um, but, uh, until next time you can find us all the places at M of one podcast on all the socials. And then you can find me at Andrew sale with threes instead of ease. If you want to see all the Disneyland and, uh, universal studios goodness this week, Lauren, where can people find you? I'm at not cool co everywhere. Patrick. The Pride Collection. Perfect. At the Pride Collection. At the Pride Collection. Um, But it's not how you think it would be spelled. That's up for you to figure it out. Uh, We are going (laughs) to get out of this episode. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out. Adios. Bye. Bye.